I V M. Hey there, welcome to IVM Likes, your weekly dose of recommendations from us, the IVM staffers, and also pop culture discussion of all kinds. Today, joining me in the studio is Janam. Hi. And Gaurav. What's up? I'm Naveen Narona, and today we'll talk about a bunch of stuff as usual. Uh, starting off with Janam, what do you have to recommend? I have a movie to recommend. It's nice. called uh, Hachi, A Dog's Tale. Oh. Yeah. As much as it's awe, it's extremely. Oh, <laughs> it's 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 too sad. It's um yeah. So it's one of those sad movies that definitely definitely make you cry. Mm-hmm. You definitely can't get through this movie without shedding a tear. Okay. So I watched this movie over the weekend with my mom, and we had buckets of tears to shed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that sounds about right. Like I mean, other people's uh, misery makes you laugh. Gora, <laughs> I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the movie is about a dog. It's based on a true story about a dog. Um, the true story happened in Japan, and uh, it's the movie adaptation takes place in America. And uh, the protagonist, apart from the dog, is played by Richard Gere, who discovers, who finds the dog and adopts him. And um, yeah, the dog starts living with him and his family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so every day, the dog goes, follows uh, Richard Gere to the station. And uh, he goes off. He's a professor, so he goes off, does his work, comes back in the evening. And when he comes back, the dog uh, goes back to the station to receive him. Mm-hmm. And this is like a daily routine. Every day, he follows him, comes back, and everyone who's around the station is familiar with who Hachi is. Mm-hmm. So, and even they are very fond of the dog. And uh, yeah, one day he goes to work, and Hachi follows him, and. Richard Gere doesn't return. He passes away. Of uh, he has a stroke and mm. doesn't come back. And for the next nine or ten years, the dog is waiting there at the same spot every mm-hmm. day, waiting for Richard Gere to return. But he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the whole the whole story, the way it's shown, the whole journey of the dog with the family, the whole relationships. It's really very uh, sad. Mm-hmm. I've noticed like a lot sure. of these dog movies are usually very sad. Yeah, like, they are. Including Marley and Me. Yeah, so with movies like Marley and Me, it's usually the dog who passes away and mm-hmm. the family is mourning. Over mm-hmm. here is the owner who's passed away and the dog is mourning, which mm-hmm. is another like and the the fact that it's a it's based on a true story is what makes it even, even more yeah. uh, sad. It's yeah. a Akita. Breed. Yeah, the breed yeah. is an Akita. It's an adorable breed. Yeah. So in in Japan, where this actually happened, the dog is still like its memorial is still standing over yeah. there, and the people like actually. Uh, kind of bowed down to it when it passed away. It was quite cute. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Same yeah. like with the story of Balto, which is uh, who's a sled dog who rescued his uh, his uh, master when when you know he was lost in the wild uh, hmm. like Alaskan region. Okay. So even Balto is a very inspiring story. If you want to check out another movie on dog. Okay. It's animated though. Oh, all right. So uh, yeah, that's my recommendation. Cool. Uh, Hachi, a dog's tale. If you want an emotional outlet. Go ahead and watch the movie. Keep a box of tissues handy. Yeah, but not for... Other purposes. Yeah, just for crying. (laughs) Mm, But the tears follow all the time anyways. (laughs) Cool. Next up is Gaurav. Gaurav, what are you recommending? So I'm recommending a rap artist named Lil Dicky. And... uh, (laughs) Guys. Cool. Can you say that again for us? No. Okay, but just so you guys know, Dicky is actually usually a nickname for Richard. Alright? That's that's how it usually goes. Sure. But... (laughs) So um, that's his uh, rap name. Little is Dickie. his real name Richard? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that I'm just being a dicky at this point. 
so the reason I'm recommending this rap artist is because I think he's doing something very very different in the rap industry hmm. he actually wanted to be a comedian to begin with mm-hmm. so all of his uh, songs have a you know an, a hint of uh, a, a comic element to okay. it and they're really really funny and lyrically i think they're very very like ingenious so, so I it's mean, it's stand up comedy and music in one so he's mm. rapping and we well, not not technically stand up comedy not exactly it's yeah. more of a yeah but but it's yeah. uh, all these topics which are really really uh, relatable to all of us like okay. like pre gaming before going to a party for example so like mm. how how does like a classic male pre game happen it's usually like you know a bunch of guys they'll start getting dressed and then you know they'll like uh, have a drink essentially then, if you're white and you haven't had the problems that black people have <laughs> yeah. what do you talk about <laughs> it's, it's exactly that okay. you know and this brings up a very interesting uh, topic that you know recently uh, people have been accusing Eminem for hmm. or uh, Bruno Mars for like you know like appropriating culture yeah. because uh, like Bruno Mars is not even like remotely black american he's just mm-hmm. like he's he's half asian and half uh, pure puerto rican so you know mm-hmm. and uh, similarly eminem is like as blonde as you can get <laughs> <laughs> so and i but i enjoy little dicky because i've i've heard uh, pillow talk yeah. which is a song about you know how after you've done having a hook up mm-hmm. how you realize that a person you slept with is not even anywhere in your uh, zone you know like you're basically poles apart poles apart so okay. this girl is a vegan and uh, a religious believer and he's Uh, a meat eater and uh, a proper atheist so you know so they have all these clashes and the whole bedroom turns into like a animated war zone essentially okay. behind them so right. the ideas are pretty cool it's actually the 49th most expensive music video of all time right now because of all the animation in that wow, i love the trivia <laughs> 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 like, 49th okay 49th yeah but i mean you know he's he's a jewish white skinny guy you know mm. and he he talks about like really really uh, like uh, funny stuff and i mean uh, like i mean because he's jewish he talks about like there's this stereotype about how like jewish people are very cheap so there's a whole song called save that money which mm-hmm. is about him trying to make a music video with spending as little money as possible <laughs> okay. oh it's and, like thrift shop yeah. <laughs> cool <laughs> another white rapper <laughs> yeah what about you uh, naveen what what are you recommending for oh, us today i thought you'd never ask cool <laughs> uh, i'm recommending this documentary series on netflix called uh, Ugly Delicious. It's a a show conceptualized by Dave Chang, who's a Korean chef who specializes in making fusion food, and his uh, restaurant Momofuku is pretty famous. And in the show, he basically dives into the the cultural uh, value of food and how America is this hotpot where every kind of cuisine finds relevance, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, there's a lot of stigma against certain food. For Asian countries, for example, Japan is is like fine dining, but they won't like you know go to a Chinese or a Korean restaurant willingly because they believe that some Someone told them they had a bad stomach, or the ambience is not right, or they mm. probably cook dog in the background, yeah. or they use too much MSG for their liking. You know, so okay. all this, uh, you know, all these uh, stigma and racism that that's inherent with food. Hmm. He tries to burst the myth. So the do they do that with Indian food also? Like how Indian food is supposed to be spicy all the time and You're supposed to get diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. 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 So every cuisine is uh, in a way touched upon. Okay. I think he mainly focuses on Korean and Chinese because he feels very closely towards it. Okay. Uh, so you know, he'll take up something like pizza. He'll take up something like. Uh, dim sums and and uh, wontons and dumplings and tortellini like and and you know try to uncover how every stuffed food is different to different cultures hmm. who did it right who's is better and they kind of like source it from the original place where it came from so hmm. for for you if the food is ugly for somebody else it's delicious hence the concept ugly delicious okay and uh, and i also like the fact that they featured some really cool names in this like there's uh, uh, aziz ansari this ali wong this peter mehan who's a food critic and uh, all of them basically give their own slice of 
life with regards to food you know everybody comes from different cultural background mm. and uh, that's the whole idea that the show is promoting the fact that food is amazing if you kind of you know uh, kind of go into back alleys and kind of discover where the actual food is you know instead of going to like a capitalist source like you know the pizza episode focuses on how a pizza made in a actual small restaurant where there's a proper chimney as compared to like a domino's or a pizza hut okay so a glaring look at capitalism also playing a role in the food so i think it's an all encompassing documentary which we should all check out for the sheer fact that food in its all glory brings people together and mm-hmm. sometimes people use it to you know create divides so so let's like just like bury the hatchet and enjoy food that's all idea so ugly delicious uh, by dave chang it's on netflix all eight episodes are out so check it out Awesome. So that's a round of recommendations, guys. Uh, quickly, let's do a quick uh, roundup. Jaram, I recommended Hachi, a dog's tale, the movie. Gaurav, I recommended uh, Little Dicky, the rap artist. And I recommended the show Ugly Delicious. And we'll be back after this break with our round of discussion, where we talk about if we had the chance, what fictional character on TVs or movies we would like to play. But before we go into the break, uh, we have a special recommendation from our very own Cyrus Brocha from Cyrus Says. So let's check out what he's recommending this week. My name is Meena Kumari. I'm also known as Cyrus Brocha, author, writer, and reader. In that order, I'm reading a lovely book. I've reached the page twenty-seven. It's four hundred eighty-two odd pages, and I started in July. It's called Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harare. Not the part of Zimbabwe which is the capital, but uh, something totally different of Israeli descent. But it's a super book. It explains the rise of Homo sapiens. I didn't even know that there were so many different types of humanids that existed uh, together. We thought that uh, man basically came from A, then B, then C, then D. It didn't happen like that. They were actually coexisting, and the best group lived. Who were the best group? Our bloody Homo sapiens. Read the book and see the past and the future. Cool. That was Cyrus Brocha, and uh, with that, we go into the break. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to IVM Likes. Here I am with Jana Mangor of talking about uh, pop culture in general. So today we sit down to discuss our own little fantasies with, when it comes to our favorite TV shows and movies. Uh, like if we had to feature as a character on our favorite show or movie, how would you see yourself uh, playing that character, or would you see yourself playing that character better than the other person who actually did that? So, Janam, do you have any in mind? Yeah. So, actually, the last line is highly doubtful. I don't see myself playing it better than the original character okay. because that's not really possible. Because these are iconic characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I have a list actually. There is. Uh, I would like to start with Alex Dunphy from uh, Modern Family. Okay. So I quite relate to her because uh, you know she's like the younger sibling, barring the brother. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm the younger sister in my house. She's and, the middle child. Yeah, she's the middle child mm-hmm. and. Uh, Yeah, like her, I'm talking about her whole relationship with uh, Haley, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I can relate. Yeah, I know I, sister very well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can so relate to that, and you know, like the younger one is the smarter one, and the elder one is just like taking selfies and like putting up fashion vlogs. Hey, Manta, if you're listening, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, it's true. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I, I really relate to Alex, and like all the all the family members, you know, turn to Alex to like help them solve their technical problems or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's I really relate to that. But the modern family has some very relatable characters because for the longest time, like when I look at the gay couple, I thought I was like, you know, maybe there's a Cameron in me. Mm. But in fact, I'm a Mitchell. I realize oh. the older I grow, the more frustrating everybody around me is. <laughs> I mean, if you are Mitchell, you have a little bit of Cam in you. 
like just walking around. So we got to pigeon. What baby. is with you and pigeons, man? <laughs> I don't know. But we kept it behind our back, and when she came kept to like what? the, the pigeon? pigeon, yeah, yeah, oh. and she had no idea there was pigeon in, in her hands, you know. So mm. so she was just like leaning forward to blow the candles, and we put the pigeon in her face, and she freaked out so hard. No shit. And she cried on her oh birthday. Oh my god. That made me happy. <laughs> so you know, so like even Jim goes out of his way to like you know play pranks on people, and uh, mm. and ever since I've watched the office. At some point or the other, I always like if I have a moment of you know, key. Oh my God, this is actually happening. I look away from the person for a second and hope to find like a camera where I can you know just glare into. Yeah. You know, so it's this one of these things that he does all the time. Even Phil Dunphy does that mm. on, on Modern Family. Right. But uh, and like I've picked both characters from my TV shows uh, for you know from documentaries essentially. Mm. Even April Ludgate, who's from. Oh, she was there on my list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so April Ludgate is from uh, Parks, Parks and, and Rec, Rec, and she's this uh, baller chick who gives no shits about what's happening. Around her, she does no Goals. work. Yeah. She has no, uh, con- she has no uh, love for anybody in general apart from her husband uh, Andy, hmm. and uh, and dogs. She she loves animals. Yeah. And, and I, I think I resonate with that a lot. Hmm. Uh, so April Ludgate, why do you think you want to be like her? I mean, I I just aspire to give like zero f- in life. I wish <laughs> I could be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not care and be be so like. Emotionless, hmm. not react to things. That is the secret to you know happiness. Like it's called detachment. Yeah, it's a it's a real thing. That's Thank, what we thanks get for the medication. Yeah, Medi- yeah. Med- no, medication. <laughs> medication. <laughs> medication also. You can be detached with medication also. This medication <laughs> also for that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like uh, I mean, if you watched Parks and Rec, you'll be able to tell like April is just. And also with her not giving so much of a shit. Yeah. It is also times when she just shines. That's why people give her more work and better roles and more money, but she's like, I'm all over this. I don't want this, mm. but she still oh gets it. Oh my god! Stop giving me so much work. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So I think I do that a lot in my life. And if they put me on that desk in Parks and Rec, I'd be precisely the same thing. I'd be making fun of Jerry all the time for being Jerry, <laughs> yeah. and you know, call out people for being dumbasses. So it's just like I I relate with her a lot, and I would genuinely like love to play that character if I ever got the chance. Anything yes. else, Gaurav? From oh, me? Uh, I mean, the I mean, the only last character I'd say for me would be uh, not not a real show. I mean, it's a real show, but I mean, not a real life actor, but um, like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Oh, you know, I, I had two you <laughs> on my list. <laughs> so I mean, like I think uh, the that the, I can believe the theme. <laughs> the theme resonates, you know, like a guy with a girl way out of his league, that kind of thing, married to and the dumb yeah. American dad. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you if you think about it, okay, yeah. he's he's a little bit like Mr. Bean in the sense he's no 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 no. I mean, in the in the sense that he's super duper dumb in a lot of situations, but like crazy smart in other situations, in like really dumb situations. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a genius behind like the the you know the. I think Stewie's genius overpowers uh, Peter. Are you kidding me? Peter's not genius yeah, at all. Yeah, Peter is. I, Pe- I don't Peter see any hint of genius. Peter is a clear copy of Homer Simpson. <laughs> what <laughs> I believe. From I the mean, beans. the script writing is, I think, brilliant for Family Guy and how they make made it. And I mean, I just, I just love Peter Griffin just because you know he's such a guy I can relate to. He's this chubby guy, you know, with a hot wife, you know, and he can do. He does whatever he wants. Gets drunk. Um, has like some good friends and. You know, I mean, that's the kind of life I'd want to live—a life with no consequences, where every episode you can die and like come back alive the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> and fight with giant chickens. Giant yeah. chickens is my favorite thing. But sure. I'll, I'll suggest something. That I'll talk about something that I want. Always wanted to play since I was a kid hmm. from a movie of my liking. It's Indiana Jones. 
like I, I've always had a flair for adventure, and uh, ever since I was a kid, I would like go into like random places, and you know. And Indiana Jones has this particular characteristic where, if he goes to like a ruined place, you know, where it's like you know ancient and there's some gold over there, mm. he doesn't care about so much about that that ruin that's left behind, because okay. for an archaeologist that would be more you know important. Mm. He just goes and gets his adventurous. Uh, Trophy and just like runs away from that, okay. and I have done that a lot of times. You know, not not caring about the surrounding so much as much as the price. Mm-hmm. So and uh, there's a flair for adventure. I generally believe that Indiana Jones is uh, so cool, and uh, I would totally throw Amish Puri down a bridge. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else? I I think I have I have one. So I recently watched Jessica Jones and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the part i relate to her is uh, you know you know how everyone around her thinks oh her life is so amazing or perfect and everything actually is n- not perfect in her life mm. and she's the one always like you know either getting into trouble or uh, just looking at her friends lives and thinking oh like that's what i want but i don't have it and these people don't realize it so yeah that i think that's one aspect i could relate to her not awesome. not not the strength part not at all <laughs> <laughs> but if you had yeah. to play the character then they would give you the strength yeah so. that would be awesome don't worry about I that i would but that she also got like really manipulated mentally also so yeah be yeah. ready for that yeah i mean been there done that that's why <laughs> i think i relate to it awesome yeah. so yeah that's it from us uh, for now we spoke about characters that we would like to play on our favorite shows uh, mostly we called modern family but it's good mm. and uh, i can't wait for the people to see manny delgado uh, <laughs> who is right now in our studio in in flesh and uh, we'll do that we'll put up a photo of gaurav on instagram you tell us what he looks like and until then my name is navin narona <laughs> we're signing off it's ivm likes so you can check out more shows on ivm podcast do write to us and tweet to us we'd love to have your recommendations too thank you bye bye bye